Hello and welcome back to the Road to Rank 1 podcast. Today we're getting into something a little bit different. We're going to ease into some NFL fantasy. We're big American sports fans, basketball and football. Um, and the NFL we're quite interested in. Going to be some good off-season content. We're going to be in, in here um, working to being even better next year for Supercoach with our content there. And we've done a Superflex 12-man draft that... Big cash comp, and we're going to run through the recap today. Go through our teams, and yeah, get into it. I'm pretty yeah. excited for it, honestly. So, same. Me and Burjo. Burjo had the 102 picks, the second pick overall, and I had the third behind him. So it's pretty um, nice and easy to go through this as we pick before and after each other. Well, yeah, that's right. So there's a bit of mind games here and there. You know, a couple I- of snipes. I think I played it pretty well, just quietly. Yeah. You didn't, t- think, you didn't think, tell me much. I didn't give away anything, and I yeah. sort of knew what he was doing all the time. Well, I've, I, I have I specific well. guys that I was always going to pick. and I don't think I sniped anyone off you. No, but... you didn't really take any of my guys, but I might have taken a couple of your guys. That's because I, I was quite vocal about what I was doing. And then you sort of kept it to yourself, which was I, smart. I didn't. I didn't want to allow you to know what I was doing. I, yeah. I gave you enough, but yeah, not everything. No, I, I didn't right. want you to know my strategy either. I was pretty, um, yes. pretty tight-lipped about that. Yeah. Anyway, first round, Justin Jefferson went off the board first, and we got our pick. Yeah. So I don't like Jefferson at the one hundred and one, obviously, because we're playing superflex. I'm a big superflex guy. Like yep. I don't like one QB leagues. Really, <coughs> I think it devalues the position. Yep. So I, I love Superflex, and with the 102, I've got my guy, my QB1, Josh Allen. Very, very excited about him. I like this Buffalo. He was uh, his Buffalo offense. He was injured last year. Yep. Um, I've had a bit of a shoulder issue there uh, in his throwing arm. So that, I think, reduced his output. We saw that. He threw a few more interceptions than he normally does. Um, I think he's going to be out with vengeance. They obviously didn't finish the season they way they wanted. Oh, I think he's the QB one here. I think I think it was a bit of a no brainer there when he fell to me at the one hundred and two. Um, did consider Mahomes and Hurts. Um, I was very tempted to take the punt on Hurts, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And that's unlike me. I'd, I prefer to take a guy who can really, really swing the ball like Allen, and has that rushing upside. Yep. But um, yeah, I, I could not be happier with the way this started. Myself, there, obviously there wasn't much thought going into this. I'm a massive Mahomes guy, Chiefs fan. So when Mahomes was there, I was excited. But at first, I thought all three of these guys were on the board, and I was—I actually thought for me, I was having a bit of a moral dilemma of whether I wanted to take Allen. And then I realised Allen's not even there. Smash Mahomes! I'm so happy about that. Yeah, both got our guys there, and there's not really much explanation for either of them. I took the decision out of your hands there, and um, yeah, you, you got your guy, I got my guy. I bet we both said you couldn't have started better. Yeah. For that first round, QBs flew off the board um, all the way down to Deshaun Watson. So we pretty much saw the top 10 go off the board yep. before it got back to us. Um, and the pick before me, we had C.D. Lamb, A.J. Brown and Amon Ra St. Brown that I liked all three of them. Mm-hmm. And I had C.D. Lamb taken out of my hands and he would have been the guy I would have gone there. And it came out to A.J. Brown or Amon Ra and I was close. I knew that whoever I didn't take wasn't getting back to me and I had to pick one. And I went AJ Brown, wide receiver six last year. And I think the big thing here was for that Philly team, they had the easiest schedule last year by a pretty decent margin. Obviously, it's a brilliant team made it to the Super Bowl. Yep. But a lot of those game scripts were run heavy and we saw AJ Brown not get as much, um, as much passing volume as he probably should. 
So I think in a season with a schedule's a bit tougher and game scripts that fit him more, I think he can only be higher than wide receiver six, and I think I probably have a top five wide receiver in AJ Brown. Yeah. And with Amon Ra, it was his breakout was when there was no other guys here, and obviously he starts with no Jamison Williams. But I think this offense is stronger, and there's a bit more around him later on the season. Yep. And I'm just leaning to AJ Brown, and I think as well, PPR is what was really making the decision hard. I think standard leagues or half PPR, it's easily AJ yeah. Brown. But yeah, tough decision there. But AJ was. My I wife. think it's a good. I think it was the right pick. Um, obviously, I am a Lions fan, and Amon Ross and Brown is probably my favorite player in the league at the moment. Yep. Um, but I still think AJ Brown was probably the pick there. Um, has a better quarterback in a better team, better offense. Um, there are other weapons on this team, but that only really opens things up for Brown. Mm. Um, we expect him. I expect him to improve as a player. Um, do I think he's going to improve on that wide receiver six status? I'm not entirely sure. I don't think so. But I wouldn't be surprised if the volume increases. I doubt there's regression, is what I'm sort of yeah, getting he's, at. He's a wide receiver one no matter what. I, I, I think he's the upper tier. I think the worst you're getting is like a top eight finish here. I think it's it feels on the side of safe. Yep. But when you've already locked in your quarterback, there's not a whole lot else there. He's really fallen to you there. Yeah. At the yeah, turn. 100%. So I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with this pick. And as I said, I don't think there's a massive room for growth, but I think his, his four is so solid enough that you're going to be okay. Mm, yep. I think it's a really good pick. Your guys here at the turn? Yes. So, obviously, Justin Jefferson was taken at the 101, and I had the 102. I took Josh Allen, um, which meant that the guy who picked first and will be picking after me in the second round um, doesn't have a quarterback. And the only real quarterback left that I saw as a potential top 10 or t- top 8 sort of finish guy was Tua. Mm. Um, there was Tua, Dak, Kirk were really the only guys there. Yep. And I was like, I'm going to get one of them no matter what on the turn, but I think he'll want Tua. So what I'm going to do is I don't expect him to take St. Brown, who was the guy I, I would have taken instead of Tua, but I, I was like, I might just wait it out. I'm going to go QB here. I'm going to go Tua. Yep. And then if he takes St. Brown, so be it. I'll take a running back. So I took Tua Tungavaloa in the second round. I'm pretty happy with that. I think, again, another guy who was hurt last year um, missed four games, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Good chance of a top 10 finish. I think so. I think he looked phenomenal last year. I, I really do. I thought he was swinging the ball really, really well at the start of the year. Um, injuries derailed him. There's still, obviously, a big chance that injuries will ruin this season as well. But you need to reach for the stars. Like yep. you, need, you really need to go for that upside, and this this is why I think he was the perfect pick for me. Yep. Um, my method worked perfectly. Yep. Uh, the guy after me picked Kirk and Dak back to back, so that meant Saint Brown was still there for me. I took Saint Brown. Yep. And could not be happy with that. I, I think. Well. well, you mentioned it before. James and Williams will be out. Uh, I think James and Williams gets ramped up anyway. Yep. So like I think I've got a wide receiver. Like maybe seven or eight, yep. even higher for the first nine weeks minimum. Mm-hmm. I think you can be a top ten wide receiver at the minimum, yep. and then after that we'll see what happens. I think I'm going to be sweet. Either go for a sell high or ride him out. Um, could not be happier. Well, you've definitely got your one, and looking at the rest of your team, which we'll go through later, he's definitely the guy that's going to anchor that. Yes, I think you needed that. Yeah. 
Um, the next pick there, I had a bit of a decision. This is the only one I'm looking back and sort of not questioning, but thinking I could have gone different avenues. I took Tony Pollard, and he's an exciting player. Last year, pretty much the whole year, played under 60% of snaps because of um, Zeke. Finished RB8. It wow. can't get any worse. Obviously, he's still not the biggest guy. I'm not expecting him to be a bell cow running back and take all the work. But if he got above 60% snap count, I think he's a top five running back. Yep. And his, his receiving work incredible too. Yep. The only thing I question here, Devontae Adams could still be that guy even with Jimmy Garoppolo. Maybe I could have gone for Devontae, but... I'm happy with Pollard and taking this swing for the fences because I think this could be the number one running back yeah. in fantasy football this year. I think that's a fair call. And I, I think we look into like the middle rounds and I think there's a lot of wide receivers that you can take there. Yeah. And we'll get to that later. But I think going running back here was, was the right choice. And how I've ended up balancing my team, I'm happy with what I did here. Yeah. Um, moving forward, there's a lot of wide receivers going off the board um, through this middle range like Alave, Garrett Wilson, T. Higgins, Jalen Waddle, those types. And this ended up with Jameer Gibbs getting back to me at the turn in the fourth round. I'm ecstatic about where I got Gibbs. Really, really big upside as a pass catcher in PPR. I'm not expecting him to do much in the first couple months of the season. But I think he's going to be a league winner towards the back end. He's explosive. And I think as he gets into his work, he's going to be possibly even RB1 Rangers as a top 12 guy. Yeah. So I'm excited about Gibbs. And I think... If he was playing anyone but the Chiefs, week one, I would be seeing him. Yeah. But I'm happy to play him against the Chiefs in what is going to have to be a game where the Lions throw the ball a hell of a lot. And I think Gibbs is going to have to be used. You're not going to have Montgomery out there taking carries against the Chiefs in what probably should be a shootout. Yeah. So Gibbs, I will be running out week one, but I'm not expecting much early on in the year from him. Yeah. You at the turn after this got some value. Yeah. I was, I was happier about this pick at first. Like I thought... Ramondre Stevenson, he has been the guy I've been taking in pretty much every draft I've been doing, like all, yep. all the mock drafts. Ramondre's been my guy. Um, I liked it more when Zeke wasn't there. I, I actually had mail that Zeke was going to sign, but, you know, it sort of went quiet. There wasn't a whole lot going on. Yeah, there was a couple of weeks where it was a bit of silence and it seemed like it And then away. I think the day after we did the draft, it got announced. Yeah. I'm not entirely put off by it, though. Maybe a bit of... Touchdown regression well, from what we were projecting for him, but I think his workload yeah. you're expecting to get a full season out of him. I, you'd hope there's a reduced risk of injury now. Yes, and I agree. Uh, I think he's, he's not going to be doing as much, which could benefit him. I think his his quality will be better than his, than his quantity. Um, I still think he's he's massive alpha in this offense. Like, yeah. His his worst attribute is his goal line goal line work. He completely stole the role off Damian Harris last year. Yeah, and I think that Zeke is going to be the exact same. There's not going to be much role in this side for him. I'm not phased. This is Ramondre's back. I think I think Ramondre is going to be sweet. I'm I'm real I'm really happy with this pick. Get my RB one. Yep. Um, I probably would have taken him even if Gibbs was still there. I would definitely heavily considered Gibbs, but I, I like Ramondre. Start hot, continue the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Gibbs, as you said, will be a payoff winner massively. But um, not complaining with who you got. Yeah, I'm completely happy with Ramondre. Yep. Um, 
So I've also got a bit of value on the turn here as well. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have a tight end yet, obviously. I don't like going tight end early. But you got value in the fifth. Hawkinson was there at the start of the fifth in a superflex. I quite like to nail. I, I'm more inclined to nail a tight end early because people will be, you know, sort of scrambling later on because mm-hmm. you focus on quarterback, you focus on these skill positions. It's a bit, bit of a deeper league that we're running here. Yep. Um, so I'm happy to lock down tight end, and I got my one of my favorite players in the league, T.J. Hawkinson. Mm-hmm. Um, PPR will be good for him. Uh, I just think I'm I'm a little bit worried about his sort of long range explosive plays that he used to make at the Lions a fair bit. Like yeah. he used to make big plays. Like I, I don't think he had. I might not even had a reception over like eight yards on the Vikings. Well, I think his red zone usage will be pretty good. His red zone usage no Adam Thielen. Um, yes, I think, and no Dalvin Cook. I think there's going to be touchdowns there. To yeah, gain for he's going to run good routes um, in, in those in those good positions, but. Like, I mean, I don't think I'm going to... He's not going to be finished like tight end one or... he You'd might expect him in the top five. Tight end two last year. Yeah. Um, I'd still think top five's the minimum. Yep. Yeah, and I, I'm completely fine to take that there. Yep. Very much, very much good value there for Hawkinson. Next pick, 5-0-3. I get Keenan Allen, and I couldn't be more happy about Keenan here. I think... Last year, eight games he played after returning from injury. He was a wide receiver one, so in the top 12 wide receivers in four out of eight of those games. Yeah. Nothing much is going to change for Keenan. Yes, he gets older. Yes, he's still an injury risk. But if he's on the field, he's a wide receiver one. And I've got him in the fifth round as my wide receiver two. And it's just value that I really like. He's safe. He's going to reel in 10-plus targets just about every week. I expect his Chargers offense to improve Mm. on what it was last year. I love the value. On the back of a down year, um, I think this is yeah really good value. That it's even you could say there's upside here. There like, is there, there is genuine upside here in a guy who has one of the better falls that we've seen. I know obviously not in, we're not factoring injury here. Yeah, his fall should be really good compared to a lot of these guys around this point. Like I think he's going to finish the top wide top twelve wide receiver this year. Yeah, assuming health, which you have to when you're drafting. You, Obviously, it's a factor, but you've got to assume in good health, I think he's a top 12 yep. wide receiver. No, I completely agree. Next round, I took a bit of a shot, and that is on Drake London, and this is based around taking plays with high draft capital. Obviously, we saw him be a top 10 pick last year. Considering how run-heavy this Falcons offense was and still will be, London will get his, and he's a genuine alpha. We've seen Kyle Pitts not ever really progress in this offense, and I think Drake London will only improve on what he was last year. And if things go right with Desmond Ritter at quarterback, I could have a really solid guy. The the really... Um, he's the alpha, as I said, in this past game. The guy on the Falcons. I like a bit of upside here with London. I think it's the perfect pick from... You're looking at your first five rounds. I think Drake London in the sixth is the perfect pick for you. The guy you took next, Christian Watson, also could have done the job. But I have my doubts. Yeah. You tell me why Christian Watson. Watson's my guy this year. I just think Jordan Love's going to target him as much as possible. He's a big play, boom or bust guy. He'll put out some big scores. He'll have weeks where he's a top five wide receiver, I think. Yep, yep. And it's just how many down weeks. Yep. Is the only. Yeah, obviously, Green Bay worry me. But they got this young, you know, 
gunsling an offense, in my opinion. Like, yep. obviously they've still got Aaron Jones, who, who they're going to look to run, run the ball through. But I, I genuinely think that Watson's going to be Love's target in, in a lot of situations. You know, third down, third and long when when they really need a big play. Mm-hmm. Watson's shown that he can make big plays. Um, I really like it. There's upside there. Um, I'm really keen on him. Massive upside. Massive. Yeah, huge upside. But obviously there's risk. And he wasn't in very impressive to start last year. And after that run of the yes. three massive weeks, yeah. there's just worry there. But even then, I think... I really think he could be an alpha in this... In the, in this yeah, in I this, think he will yeah. be. I, I really think he is. I think the separator for me is pretty much the draft capital. London yeah. went eighth overall yeah. last year. I'm happy to back in that he's going to become a focal point yeah. of this Falcons offense, as we saw glimpses of last year. The funny thing is, is I was I didn't really like Watson at all last year. Mm-hmm. Like I saw him going that 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 run of three games where he was scoring touchdowns for fun, yep. and I was like, you know, this is regression coming. But then this year, I'm like, you know, at that turn into the six seven, I don't like a lot of the other guys. Like I could have gone Ayuk here, which I, I did consider. Yeah, I don't mind Ayuk. But Watson, Watson is my he's my, he's my one of my wide receivers. I'm taking in a lot of drafts. Um, could could bite me in bite me in the ass, obviously. Yeah. But I'm happy to take the risk there. Yep. Next up, you take your second running back off the board. Oh, disgusting. DeAndre yeah. Swift. DeAndre Swift is who I went with. Um, bit of regret after I pressed that button. Cam Akers probably would have been the guy who I would have. I would have leaned towards Akers. I, here. Yeah, I think there's a lot more reliability in Akers. Mm-hmm. Um, we know what Swift can do. Yep. Like, obviously, he, he was a massive, like, first-round almost guy last year. Um, to, obviously, that did not eventuate at all. If you picked him in the first round last year, you would have had a very year. bad year. Yep. Injuries were, in, were involved in that. But um, this is a run-heavy run, run heavy offense. There's other guys there, but I, I still think he, he is the RB1 here. Yeah, he'll be the lead. There'll be a split, yeah. Rashad Penny. Yes, I think one of them is bound to go down, though, and one's going to have to take some work. And if I'm and going hopefully against, for you, it's Swift. Yeah, if I'm thinking one will go down, I think, you think Penny's more likely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Swift has shown that he can have some durability, but it's it, it's not much. Um, there's upside there. I don't love it, but, yeah, there's upside there. You know, sometimes these are the picks that end up working well when you just you don't really like the pick, but then later in the year it's like, you know, this guy's done a good job for me. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not mad at it. Especially, I needed running back here. Yeah. Uh, Acres. I've been drafting in a lot of drafts, but I um I had to fade him there. Mm-hmm. Um. Next up, I take Chris Godwin. I like. I think loves a strong word for Chris Godwin this year. I like his opportunity in the Tampa offense. I think Baker's going to have to rely on him in the slot, on short routes, and I think his PPR value is still pretty high. Do I love it? Not really, but it's, well, my, it's my fourth wide receiver off the board and it's just going to provide a really solid base for yep. me to well, ensure that I don't have low weeks. Baker Mayfield's main sort of guy he loved to throw the ball to in Cleveland was Jarvis Landry. Yep, it's Here's a similar a thing. Very here. similar player. Yep. So I, I think it's a good pick. A lot of people questioned in the draft me taking Godwin over Mike Evans mm. at this stage and I think Godwin, I think there's a pretty big gap personally. I think Godwin, especially in a PPR league... I'd much prefer him. You had Michael Pittman on the board, no. who's an alpha yeah. guy. Christian Kirk, Mike Evans. Like, there's a massive wide receiver drop-off, and I think Chris Godwin is not in this group of yep. guys that I name after. 
Um, I'm really happy with him. As I said, another guy that to match the upside picks of Jameer Gibbs and Drake London, Goldman provides a good floor for me. Great pick, in my opinion. Um, next round, coming around at the 8-10, Rashad White here. Now, this guy, there's not really <coughs> upside. There's not really much attractiveness in his offense, but he's the only guy. And you're going to get a certain floor from him as the only real running back yep. at Tampa. My third guy off the board, happy to run out whenever I can. As I said, not the most talented guy, not the most exciting, but at the 8-10, I'm very happy to get a guy that's the alpha in the backfield. I think so far this is the pick that doesn't excite me as much in your team. Yeah. But obviously he's still going to be very solid. You get that, as you said, that four. He's not a pretty pick. No. But as my third running back, there are no other guys in that backfield and he will get his usage. He'll do the job. Yeah. He'll do the job. Two guys you take at the turn. Yeah. Both upside guys. Yeah. Again, not ones that I love. I, I'm happy with Mike Williams here. Who yeah, was Mike my, Williams, very good. My value. next pick. I love um, Mike. One of my guys. I think this is value. I think this, as similar with Kane, I think this offense improves. Yep. Um, I'm really happy with him there in, in, in the eighth round at turn. Yep. Very happy with that. And then it went Dalvin Cook. Um, we only just found out that he was going to the Jets here. Yep. Um, he will start the season hot. In round nine, RB3. I'm not mad at it. Well, you're I'm, definitely running him out early. Yeah. I'm, complete, I'm completely fine with this. So I'll run him out early, try to sell high. If I can't, he'll just go to my bench and, you know, I'll, uh, I can play him maybe if, if Hall gets another injury or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm fine with this. I think Cook, he was very inefficient last year. Yep. But he was hurt. Yep. Um, I, I think he might still be a little bit hurt, but... There's just some value. He's had time to recover. Ball. It's very late. I'm happy with it. Yep. Also, important to note, there are three flex positions in this league. Yes. So, the depth in those positions is important. And, like, we're, we're, we're still going into guys that we're starting here. Yeah. The next pick at the 9-3, I get someone I love, Deontay mm-hmm. Johnson. The wide receiver 30 last year, didn't have a touchdown all season. Usage wasn't down, but the volume can be better for him. In the ninth round, he can't be any worse than a wide receiver 3, and he's my fifth guy at that position. I think this is one of your better picks. For I sure. loved this year. I was praying. This was probably the pick that I was the most quiet about to you, making sure you didn't take him. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to give you any hint that you were going to Deontay Johnson here. Absolutely love it. Yeah. Um, Kenny Pickett was also available yes. here, and he was the guy that I could have taken, but I'm happy with how things played out for me there anyway. Get on to the next round. A guy that really fell to me, Traylon Burks, in the 10th round. Do I love it? Not really, but there's upside. And once again, the draft capital's there. And I've taken some safe wide receivers, and yep. this is a bit of a shot at He's upside. He's going to miss week one, yeah. it seems like. But yeah, slight injury, but... Dah, what can you do? We'll see if it plays out. And at the end of the day, in the 10th round here, I'm taking someone that hopefully can get the job done in the fantasy playoffs yep. if he can progress as a wide receiver in this yep. Tennessee offense. I think DeAndre Hopkins helps him. I think Burks as a wide receiver one in this offense wouldn't be successful. But playing across from Hopkins, I'm pretty confident with Traylon Burks. And it's just a bit of a shot at upside. Yeah. 16th pick last year in the draft. Um, draft capital's there. Would you have been taking 
Traylon Burks here if he got I to. Absolutely would have taken Traylon. Probably Burks one of the only team. times I sniped you, I think. Yes, this is it's this one and the Drake London one I was prepared to pick him, but I wasn't expecting him to be there yep. in the first place. Like I, I got my guy Watson anyway. At this turn, a couple of nice wide receivers you got here in Elijah Moore and Jameson Williams. Yes. Elijah Moore, I think this is it's a big call. This might be the most improved offense in the league. Yeah, this Cleveland offense. Yeah. I, th- I think they're there every chance to be the most improved offense in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, Amari Cooper was a guy I was tempted to take earlier. Um, but yeah, I've got Elijah Moore here. Wide receiver four for my team. So, fuck. I'm You're happy, happy to play that. him every yeah. week. Yeah, I'm completely fine with that. He'll have. I really liked what I saw from him early last year. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously Zach Wilson issues Yes there was Very prevalent With Elijah Moore Big problems later on in the year But um, Yeah I, I think there's upside here I, yep. I'm fine with it um, Clearly not the wide receiver one On his team But I still think I'm, I'm completely fine with that yep. So you still don't have a quarterback yet Yep No quarterback for me yep. No tight end for me Still at this point Yep But then I went Jameson Williams So I could have sniped a, uh, My QB3 here from you Yeah you could have and, and really made, made it difficult for you But I went my guy. I sort of backed that you weren't. Yeah. I was happy how I played it with you. Yeah. I was sort of thinking you don't really want... No, I wasn't going to go with QB3. Especially when James Williams is there. You know, Detroit Lion yep. will miss the first six games. Has a hamstring injury at the moment. But they expect him to be okay. Yep. Um, I don't think he's going to play the rest of preseason. But he'll be obviously he'll be fine by mm-hmm. the time week seven comes around. Yep. So I'm more than happy to take him there. Another... Probably a boom or bust yep. guy that you're looking for big plays from. But when I've gone guys like a Dalvin Cook who's going to start me hot, or Amon Ra St. Brown who's going to probably start hot, yep. I need a guy who's a bit of a longevity play. Yep. And JMO should provide that. Um, obviously, didn't really, I think he might have had single digit targets last year. Um, did look good on one play where he. Yeah, one deep shot. Yep. But there's plenty of room to ramp up. He doesn't. Have the sort of best hands is sort of what Dan Campbell's come out and said, but I'm I'm, I'm absolutely happy to take him here. Yep. I think the speed, the upsides, all there. Um, this is my first guy on the bench as well. He's a guy I like drafting. Yeah. yeah. Also to note, because I haven't picked quarterback or tight end to this point, the guys that I've picked, one of them is on the bench week one. So yeah. actually, Traylon Burke's definitely on the bench week week one. There's also Rashad White or Deontay Johnson that I don't play. Yeah. So the depth there is very strong, and that's sort of the strategy that I went with here. Yeah. But this next pick, I take Sam Howe. And best guy available, but also a guy that I kind of liked and I had penciled in as a target for me if I didn't get the QB2 even as my third guy. I liked Sam Howe. I think we've seen average quarterbacks in this Washington offense actually do okay from a fantasy perspective in the past, Taylor Heineke did a solid job there last year. And I think Sam Howe, talent-wise, has a lot more to provide. And I think the rushing upside with Howe could be top 10, top 12 in terms of quarterbacks. And I think if he could provide a bit of a floor with the run, I think he's a good enough passer to be able to possibly push into top 20 quarterback range. Yeah. And... As long as he can win games with Washington and keep this starting role, I'm very happy with him as my second quarterback. I think he can really push it with the guys that were taken five, six rounds earlier than him. In his, in his one game last year, he looked all right against uh, the, yep. the Cowboys in the yep, last the week. Yeah, Cowboys in the last week. He's looked good in preseason. Um, I'm happy with what I've got here. Yeah. Obviously, could end up in some trouble with the strategy that I've gone here. But I think it's more than likely going to be a good play for me, and I'm happy with how I went about it. Yeah, you've dominated the, the flex positions because it is. So yep. it, it's a trade-off, and I think you've I think you've done well there. If he can match it with the quarterbacks who came off the board in round five and six, 
I've very much won. Yeah. Next round in the 12th, I had to take care of tight end and I got Dalton Kincaid here and I couldn't be more happy about it. Obviously, I think he's going to take time to work into this offense, but we could see a lot of two tight end sets from Buffalo. They needed a weapon to really push it with the best AFC teams that's not Stefan Diggs. And I think Kincaid is going to work into this offense to become a massive piece, possibly even the second guy towards the back end of the year. Yeah. Come fantasy playoffs, I think his final six weeks of the season could be top five tight end range. Very possibly. It's a big like, call, but I actually don't disagree. There's obviously a world where he works into it and doesn't take until year two or three to really become a top guy, but the talent is there. First tight end off the board in this year's draft, and I think Buffalo need him as a weapon. Dawson Knox is still ahead of him, mm-hmm. but I think even in two tight end sets, he's going to get his looks... I'm not starting him week one. I take a tight end later in this draft. But Kincaid is definitely a guy I'm going to jump all over here that's gone off the board after Taysom Hill, um, Chigi Okonkwo. I really like what I've got here at yeah. Kincaid. No, I think you've done well. Um, he's a guy I've been taking in not, not a lot of super flex leagues, but I've, I've had him at tight end. Um, in so When I target a late-round tight end, it's normally Kincaid or maybe Devin Ingram. Yep. Like... Yeah, I think it's a really good pick. The upside's there. I do like that you've picked a tight end later, which we'll yep. get to. But, yeah. Um, Possible league winner, I think, tight end-wise. It's a longevity play, especially with the way that you've set yourself up in other positions. Yep. He's a Sacrificing guy a tight end with a guy who potentially could do really well there, I think is a great pick. Yep. Um, moves me on to my next one, which I went wide receiver again. Um, really doubled, uh, doubling down on this um, no RB strategy I'm sort of running. Yep. Um, taking Sky Moore. Um, you know, it, this KC offense is hard to read, but we know it's going to be pass heavy. That's all we really know. Um, Sky Moore coming into his second year, I think, has a lot of room for improvement. Yeah, there, there'll be definite improvement for Sky Moore in this offense, I think. There won't be a wide receiver who dominates no. this wide receiver room whatsoever. But I think we're not going to see anything new from Valdez Scantling. Um, Tony's always an injury risk, and while he's out there, I think Sky Moore's not as prevalent. But who knows how much Tony will be playing his offense? Um, Rashid Rice, the wide receiver rookie taken, I don't think will have much impact in this wide receiver room early. I think Sky Moore does have a role to really work into here. Yeah, Justin Ross potentially, but Sky Moore's definitely going to have opportunity, and I think he has the talent to. Perform yeah. um, his chances I'm pretty happy with this pick um, Obviously won't be playing him most weeks But yeah, I'm, I'm very happy to have him um, Definitely wonder It's an upside one You know, he might not. He might end up being a guy that I end up dropping later in the year Like, you know, he yeah. really doesn't work out yeah. But it's a solid stash I, th- I think so as well And the next guy I'm really keen on Is my tight end too uh, Another Detroit Lion yep. uh, Sam LaPorta I'm really keen on him you know, I think I think he's going to be he's our tight end one. He looks a really well-rounded tight end, and that means yeah. his snap count will be high. He'll be yep. taking a lot of yeah um, volume in this offense, possibly, especially with Jamison Williams out early. I like him a lot. Yeah, I, tight end two probably won't run him out much at all. But I think if I if I had to, I'd, I'm having fun with it. Yep, we're going to be a very good pass offense, I think. Mm-hmm. And you know, Laporta has proven. Well, in college, that he, he can be really effective. Yep. Next guy I go here, Rondell Moore. Once again, sort of an upside stash play. The talent's there for Rondell Moore. We saw glimpses of it last year. Mm. Um, absolute pocket rocket of a player. 
Obviously, this Cardinals offense probably isn't that good, but I guess it's just a swing for the fences. Rondell yeah. Moore's value here. He's a good player, and I was happy to take him here. Really stands out. With the rest of the guys taken in this draft, Rondell Moore's talent is a, it's a level above. Yeah, it's, I think it's a completely fine pick. Um, a bit worrying in preseason. His snap count with the starters has been a bit bit uh, not very encouraging. Yeah. So... Yeah. One to watch, um, again, similar to the Sky Moore pick. Where it's, it's a stash. Like, it's a stash. We'll see how it goes. Could be a guy we drop if there's a waiver white. Like, yeah. It's not a massive, like, it's not like a league winner, but, you know, I think it's completely fine there. Could carve out a role. We'll see what happens. Next pick, I think, was pretty important for me. Tyler Higby was a really... Uh, he's probably safe to say he's going to be a top 10 tight end in this um, Rams offense mm-hmm. behind Cooper Cup. He's going to be a guy that I'm going to start for probably the first 10 weeks of the season until we see something from Dalton Kincaid that suggests I need to start him ahead of Higby. But he's going to do a job there for me. He's going to be really safe. He's not going to have any massive weeks, but we're not expecting that at tight end. Yeah. And Higby, I'm really happy about. Absolutely fine there. I, I really think really that's, happy. A, that's a really solid pick. Um, Your last two positional selections yeah. here. And I did talk about the KC offense. I think they're just going to be really pass-heavy, which... I think we know that they're going to be really pass heavy. Mm-hmm. Not a guy I'm ever really going to run out there, but I've taken Jarek McKinnon as my RB4. Yep. Um, again, I just think he's a, he's a really good pass catcher. Yep. And in this offense where they're going to be looking to pass all the time, I'm completely fine to have him as my, my last flex player off the board. I um, do think Pacheco takes a lot more control in this backfield. But yeah. in saying that, there will still be a big role for McKinnon. It's the, uh, he's a better pass blocker. Yep. Very good pass protector as the running back, and he provides target value. Exactly. Which Pacheco does. I don't think he's much of a no. receiving back at all. No. So I'm completely fine here. Again, not a guy I'm really going to have to run out unless emergency. If you have to, you're okay with it. I think that. I'm completely fine with it, especially in some sort of softer matchups. Yep. Um, final pick here Baker Mayfield. Last starting Q- QB on the board. Yeah. Uh, fine. Like, literally the last QB taken. Yep. I'm completely fine with it. Last starter. Like, I'm, hopefully I never really have to run him out. But Baker's a guy who... I mean, this is his final ch- shot. This really is his final chance. He does have good pieces around him. The O-line isn't awful. He has good wide receivers. You've so got to expect something from him. But at the end of the day, it's a backup. A yep. quarterback here in the Superflex League. So I think it's a good pick. He's had to work hard for this as well. He's I was probably going to take him here. Yep. At the next pick. Bit of a snipe, but... Yep. I'm completely fine with it. And I'm fine with the guy that I get last as well, my fourth running back. Not that I think I'm really going to need a fourth at any stage of the year. But Damian Harris, as we mentioned before when we were talking about Ramon J. Stevenson, he had a really, really good year two years ago. I think almost top 10 running back. He's a really good runner of the ball. And obviously, James Cook, this probably is primarily his backfield now because Buffalo want a passing threat out of the backfield. And yeah. that's what they took James Cook for. But at the end of the day, I think. Damien Harris is still pretty safe to get a good 8 to 12 carries on most weeks. And yeah, if yeah. I need to run someone out, I think Damien Harris will give me something sold out of the running back position. And he's, I don't want to say a steal, but his value is probably a few rounds earlier here. Guys like um, Ezekiel Elliott, Tyler Algier, Roshan Johnson, Jeff Wilson, Devin Singletary going ahead of him. I'm probably taking Damien Harris over a lot of those guys. I agree. So I'm happy to get him here, fourth running back. Not going to do anything massive for me. And if the world where James Cook goes down, Damian Harris becomes an RB1. He becomes a top 12 guy in this Buffalo offense, possibly. So I'm really happy with where I've got Harris here. Yep. 
All oh. in all, I think we both set up well. Yep. Yeah, I look, you, we've almost done opposite strategies. You've really prioritised those flex positions with your wide receivers and running backs. Yep. I took QB and tight end quite early. Um, I like your draft a fair bit more than mine. I'm not thrilled with some of my picks. I think I started really well. But, yeah, I, I'm, I'm more than happy with what, what's, hap- what's happened. Yeah, I look at my week one team. I'm excited from the top just as a recap. Got Mahomes at quarterback. My running backs will be Tony Pollard and Jameer Gibbs. AJ Brown, Keenan Allen as my wide receivers with Higby at tight end. My three flex spots are Drake London, Chris Godwin, Rashad White, and the super flex I have, Sam Howe. Bench, Deontay Johnson, Traylon Burks, Rondale Moore, Dalton Kincaid, and Damian Harrison. I couldn't be more happy with that bench, to be honest. I really like what I have there. Would have loved to have another slot where I had a backup quarterback for a bit of safety, but what I have, I'm really happy with. Yep. Yourself? Uh, Josh Allen is my QB. Uh, Ramondre and uh, DeAndre Swift are my running backs. Uh, wide receiver, I've got Amon Rasane Brown, stoked. Uh, Christian Watson, Tia Hawkinson, tight end. Mike Williams, Davin Cook, Elijah Moore. Um, I guess Cook and Swift are sort of interchangeable as my RB2, especially for the first few weeks. Yep. Tua, Superflex. Um, and then on my bench, Jameson Williams, Sky Moore, Sam Laporta, Jarek McKinnon, Baker Mayfield. I think both happy with the drafts we came out with. 100%, yeah. I'm excited to do some NFL content this year. Yep. It's, I think it's probably the best fantasy sport there is yep. in terms of sports that are made for fantasy games around them. Mm-hmm. Excited for the season to start up in a couple months' time. Can't wait to get into some content with it. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. All right, stay tuned.